Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. We're rolling. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. Caught you off guard. Okay, you did. Here she comes. All right. Here she comes, everybody. I got It's Katie Strandberg. Oops, sorry. Watch out now. All right. <laughs> I'm putting in some mints. Yeah? I didn't know we were rolling. You go ahead and, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll start at the. What? We'll start what? I don't know. Yeah? Let's listen to some rock and roll while you What kind of mints do you have? They're for my anxiety. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get nervous on an airplane. I do. That's I'm what I'm about to fly away. That's what I told the weed doctor back when I needed a medical license. Not Who amongst us hasn't lied to a weed doctor? Mm-hmm. That's the same guy that told me I needed to lose weight. Aww. And I told him, I was like, you have a Bob Marley poster on your wall. <laughs> like, you're not a real doctor. As a doctor, he get had Get off a- my ass. Yeah. What's going on, Boo? Boo! We're rolling. I am pumped. I'm excited to be here. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Life is great. <laughs> Life is great. I have the, I'm on my second, no, actually third, venti iced coffee mm. from my Bucky's. So I'm I'm caffeinated up from your I, what? Did Bucky's. you just say Bucky's? I did. Is that what you call Starbucks? It's a cute pet name. Going over to Bucky's. Oh, it's adorable, right? Bucky's. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but Bucky B U C hyphen E E S. I think is a uh, chain of gas stations in Texas. Just oh. gigantic. Yes, like, I remember. Huge. And uh, I got kicked out of there one time. <laughs> Why? Uh, it was huge. Oh, like no. it's huge parking lot. And I was on tour, and I was in the van, and uh, I was driving. It was about three in the morning. I just I had to, I couldn't couldn't go any longer. So I pulled over into Bucky's and way off into the corner. And uh, put up my little windshield visor and blacked out all the windows. And uh, about an hour later, a cop and an old lady, not old, maybe 50, banging on my door. And she's like, I told you to leave already. Was she? And uh, the cops have already been by here. And you didn't. And I was like, I'm waking up. I'm like, what? And she claimed that, A, she had told me to leave already. And B, a cop. Accompanied her to tell me to leave already And I refused to leave And I was like, lady, I've only been here an hour I haven't spoken to anybody She was such, and I I, I don't use this I, I know you're not supposed to use this word anymore She was such a bitch She was just I think bitch is fine She was just such a bitch oh, And then no. the cops like, Did, is this true? Did another cop already tell you to leave? I was like, no, if, if, a, <laughs> if a cop told me to leave I would have left Like, no, I just gotta stay at this Bucky's like, what are y'all talking about? I haven't spoken to anybody. And so I thought, she worked there. She obviously. worked there. Okay. And she just couldn't have been a bigger bitch. And I was just like, I'm just traveling cross country and trying to get some shut eye. And this ain't a truck stop. I was like, well, it sure <laughs> as hell looks like a truck stop. And uh, anyway, I don't know how I kind of love how mean she was to Oh, you. she was so mean. 
Man. And then the cop was like, he wasn't as mean, but he, you know, he was just like, she's making me do this. She does it every day. Mm-hmm. She calls him every mm-hmm. single day, and he's like, okay, Martha, I'll be out there. Got the windows open today. So you'll hear the ambiance of the city. Yeah, so sorry if, you, if any of this uh, ambient noise uh, is annoying, but it is so hot this weekend. It's hot. We're, we're, guys, we have a heat wave. I thought it was supposed to be cool by the beach. It's just hell. Like every time <laughs> when I would watch the local news in L.A. and they do the temperature, yeah, it was always hottest in the valley. And it was always coolest near the beach cities, uh, Venice and Santa Monica, and I thought Long Beach, any little communities along the uh, the shore, along the coast, were supposed to be cooler. Well, here's the thing. Not the case this week. Boo, you sweet little idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a Southern Californian, born and raised, there is a thing called June gloom, which is what we just exited, which okay. is... Basically overcast most uh-huh. of the day, your favorite thing, and then kind of burns off. Mm-hmm. There you go. So now July and August and kind of September, hottest months of the year. Yeah. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. I guess that's You are welcome, everybody. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I made you a passion fruit drink. What am I drinking? You're drinking what I call a Katie Amigo. A Katie Amigo? Oh, Lord. It's a friend yeah. of Katie's that used to happen. I used to drink, I don't. And that is a passion fruit guava vodka. Oh, delight. Why Amigo? I, amigo implies that there might be tequila in there. I like to throw people off. And mm-hmm. also, I didn't have a better name when you just this asked me. This is a me. Katie Comrade. Ooh, I like that. Because mm-hmm, there's vodka in it. Would you like a Katie Comrade? Uh-huh. I think I'd be a good bartender. You were a bartender. All right. <laughs> you can't say I think I would be blank. <laughs> well, if I mean, you were Spitz, that. I mean, it was like that's like me saying I think I'd be good at comedy. Well, not saying <laughs> I am good at comedy. I'm saying I do are. do comedy. Yeah. No, here's the thing. It's it was a beer rest, beer and wine. It's not like I was mixing oh, okay, okay. shit. But I thought you've done traditional bartending in the past. I mean, catering. Did mm-hmm. I? I honestly don't remember a lot from my 20s. (laughs) Oops. Oh, well. It happens, Boo. Boo, how are you? What is going on? Tell me everything. Uh, Boo, I am great. I'm having a a good weekend. Are you? Um, Yesterday was fun. We had a a pretty nice little Saturday. Nice little Saturday. And we didn't go to Best Buy. I don't know if we have enough time. Didn't have enough time. Um, Great Saturday. We just hung out. Oh, we went uh, went on a bike ride yesterday. Went on a bike ride and... You were not wanting to do it. Oh <laughs> it was like herding cats, guys. <laughs> Truly, I was at one point. This is my new bitchiness. Well, I'm gonna go by myself. So if you want to go, I'm leaving. That's okay, I bye. Have. I know. <laughs> well, you woke up and you were like, "Let's go on a ride," and uh-huh. I was like, "Great idea." I meant car ride. I meant bike ride. <laughs> Oops. Then we went on a beautiful, oh, hot, it was sweaty, so hot. hard. Now, I know. Bike ride. I know. I am. Yeah, intensely, aggressively out of shape. I'm aware of that, but boy, I it didn't know. Hard. I didn't know I was that out of shape. We didn't even bike up any hills. <laughs> no, it was guys. It was, it was a beach path, and both flat. Of <laughs> but you were hauling ass. You really were. I was. I my I haven't been that uh, exhausted in a while, and I know that's part of my problem. But uh, j- it just felt like, whoo, boy, towards the end of that. Uh, you're, you're right. What's going on there? 
I had a burp, but I, I held it in like a lady. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Which is not what I do usually because I've become a monster and I'm sorry. I make, I've, I make fun of your burps and uh, I understand that we all burp, but you burp sometimes like you're trying to win a contest. Like you burp, like you put everything <laughs> into it. Like, like you, you have fuck you burps. I do. Like, oh yeah. Like, and I can see you like trying to... To to squeeze every last ounce of gross out of your burp. Here, he, I found I found why. Mm-hmm. Certain sparkling waters make me into a burping machine. Okay. And sodas, certain sodas. Mm-hmm. So I just have to watch that, and then I'm a lady. Mm-hmm. And then you're a lady. Uh, anyway, so the bike ride. Like, oh, kicked our ass. I mean. Well, and it's hard because I I, be I have no balance, so I'm. Going back and forth mm-hmm. and trying to just live, and you're sweating all over the place. <laughs> just- I get weird looks, um, and I'm not just beating myself up, but like think about in your own life, when's the last time you <laughs> saw a guy as big as me on a bike? I understand. Like, you don't you, look you, weird, you, though. You don't look you weird. You sure? I feel I like... You. I feel like I'm a novelty. Well, like, holy shit, look at that guy on the bike. I didn't even know he could balance. <laughs> you actually... Have great balance, mm-hmm. and you're very graceful. Yeah. I am the opposite. Yeah. That's all. Oh, okay. I thought there was something coming. No, I know. Or, or were Sorry. You, were you pausing for the motorcycle? Maybe I was. <laughs> oh. hold, hold for sound. Hold. We're holding. <sighs> I know, boo. But yeah, so we uh, we got up early, and we did that yesterday. And they got our legs moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole time you were complaining mm-hmm. on the bike ride. Yeah. Was really fun. I wasn't complaining the whole time. Well, you like to complain. <laughs> and then we got back, and you were happy. I knew that would happen. You yeah. took your second shower of the day. Yeah. You've been showering like a madman, dude. I have to because, like, okay, I like to shower first thing in the morning. Yeah. So I get up and I shower, and then I'm like, you know, an hour later, like, oh shit, I guess I'm exercising now. <laughs> so then, when I get back, I definitely <laughs> needed another shower when I got back from that bike ride because I look like somebody pushed me into a lake, and. uh and then I've been I've been uh, using the the grill a lot, and it's hot outside. And it's hot, and I get all sweaty and smoky. I took three showers yesterday, That's and it. they were all needed. They were none, none of every now and then I'll take a recreational shower. Yeah, I love a good recreational where when I don't really need one, but I like to just stand in the shower. It's yeah, fun. you like to cool off. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I took three needed showers yesterday. Yeah. So anyway, great day yesterday. Went on the bike so ride. So much fun. Uh, then I. Uh, I talked about this on the Boogie Monster last week, but uh, I uh, I did it again since then. I reverse seared a gigantic steak that you a purchased. Cowboy steak? Hey, I'm a steak. I like to hurt cattle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's weird to third, third venti iced coffee. I'd <laughs> like to remind you. Have we talked? I know I've talked about this on the other show, but have we talked about it on this show? The um, your. Um, how can I put this? Uh, oh, I love this. Because you're trying to be nice, but it's probably not nice. Your extravagant taste when it comes to purchasing meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. First of all, it was on sale. Mm-hmm. Half off. Also. You always say that. <laughs> but anytime I question a purchase, you go, it was on sale. Shut up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I peel the price off, but not the amount of how much it is per pound and how much... Uh, whatever. You know no, what I'm you saying. do is you 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 peel the price off, right? Yeah. And, and most of the time when you buy meat, there's three figures on the price tag. There's the weight, 
There's the price per pound. Yeah. And then there's the total price. Yeah. You always peel off the total price. Yeah, which is smart. But then I can do real simple math when it says $30 a pound and then it says 2.03 pounds. I can do that math. Do that math. Do that math. Don't forget to carry the one. Um... By the way, that's a fun little thing I kind of invented, if anybody wants to borrow this. Uh, anytime you're feeling sassy and you want to really burn somebody and you're talking, to, you know, anytime it's relevant uh, to, to talk about math, you know, if you're talking money or numbers or figures or whatever, or metaphorically, it doesn't even have to do with numbers, but you can say, do that math, and then say, don't forget to carry the one, and while you're doing that, you flip them bird, as in that's the one. Carry that one. Fuck you. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been flipping each other off lately. Yeah, that's a fun thing we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just apropos of nothing, fuck you. <laughs> so much fun it to shoot birds. It makes so much. I love shooting birds at people. It's fun. I did that to our neighbor the other day. And it was cute. It and, was a moment. You had a moment. Yes, and we weren't, we're not at that level yet. We're not at that stage where we're like busting balls and, and making fun of each other and having fun. It's, it's, very, it's been very much just a cordial neighborly. Uh, but I could tell the guy's cool. He's, he's a cool dude. And uh, the other day I was lowering the blinds. Like around sundown, I was like to, to lock up the apartment. I like to shut all the blinds, lower all the blinds. So I was lowering the blinds, the big front window, and he happened to be walking by walking his dog. It just, apropos of nothing, I just shot him a bird. And, and your face is really <laughs> like, hey. Fortunately, he got it. He laughed. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny to just, what'd I do? Why, why is this guy flipping me off? But that's fun. Anyway, talking about yesterday, went on the bike ride. Cowboy steak. Reverse seared a cowboy steak on the Traeger. And for those of you that don't know cowboy steak, I guess it's just big. It's just big. <laughs> But anyway, oh yeah, you buy prime steaks. Which I always, well, I forget U.S. or whatever. I, I forget the hierarchy, to be fair. Prime's at the top. Okay. Of what you can buy in a store. And prime's very expensive. But you always buy prime. And I appreciate it, but I'm like, I feel guilty. Okay, well, let's think. Can I just go ahead and say, yesterday we had an $80 steak. Okay, well, let's break it down. <laughs> it was like $32 a pound, and it was like okay. two and a quarter Please pounds. Please don't judge me. People, people, Okay. Quarantine's hard. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not going to blame it on quarantine because I did this before quarantine. I enjoy giving gifts. I know that you like meat. So, hey, lover, here's some meat. Lover. <laughs> this is my lover. <laughs> we make love. Okay. But let's break it down. Mm-hmm. $80 divided by two, mm-hmm. 40 Yeah. That's one meal. That's $20 each, right? Mm-hmm. And. Wait. What do you mean? One meal. I'm sorry. Dollars. Two meals. Okay, you're saying we got two meals out yeah, of that Yeah, so big that's steak. $20. Okay, gotcha. $20 plus a person. A huge dog bone for Charlie, so that's mm-hmm. usually eight bucks. <laughs> so right now we're mm-hmm. at $16 a plate. Okay. Let's go ahead, and then today mm-hmm. we're going to again have two meals. So that's four meals. Yep. Okay. Four, oh, well, two meals with four, four servings. Okay. But do you know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I feel like you don't. No, I do, but okay. I, I just feel like I feel guilty eating prime steak, especially in, in this account. I know. It's dumb. <laughs> it's not smart, and I don't know. I, I just, I kind of black out when mm-hmm. I go grocery shopping because yeah. it's like my only time to shine. I can't go to stores. Well. Can't and, do anything. Just. And you are such a gift giver, and <laughs> in me being me, the grocery store is like a perfect place for you to buy me gifts 
Oh, yeah. You, that's, those are the gifts you give me, is the gifts of groceries. Yeah. Which is funny. It is funny. But you I enjoy food. Yeah. And that's great. Uh-huh. Sometimes I buy you flowers. On special occasions, I buy you jewelry. Yeah. You buy me meat. I like, yeah. That's there fine. you go. Uh, Here's some meat. Go works. smoke it, man. Oh, man. But yeah, um, reverse like sear. Things. And I talked about this on the Boogie Monster, but in case you missed that, if you, if you want to, if you got a smoker or a Traeger, uh, what you do is I smoke that thing for two hours at 225, and it just puts all that good wood smoke flavor into it. And uh, <clears throat> about two hours, well, the, normally on a normal steak, you do it about an hour, but this thing was literally three inches thick. This is a two and a quarter pound steak. This thing was huge. So I smoked it for two hours at 225. I pulled it off, cranked the heat as high as it would go on this particular model. I think 450 is the high as it will go. Let, pulled it off for about 15 minutes while it uh, got up to 450 and then seared it at the end, uh, two and a half minutes on each side. And oh, boy. Delicious. I mean, be honest. No, that, honestly, that was, was one of the best meals I've ever insane. had. It was, it was so good. It was insane. I ate it fast and loose. Mm, smoked some uh, poblano peppers and some uh, yellow onions, and then we even had some green onion. Oh, boy. It was just, guys, a dream. It was a good time. And then last night, I uh, I got to watch a sporting event, which is <laughs> That's amazing. rare in, in this uh, current state. sporting fighting. Fighting I watched, fight. I watched the punching match, so yeah. that was fun. You and know. they run around and mm-hmm. punch and wrestle. Mm-hmm. They punch and wrestle and Sweat and bleed. Oh boy, it's a good time. So yeah, pretty pretty great little Saturday. Nice yesterday. little Saturday. Yeah, we had nice. a great. You forgot the scramble. I made you a scramble. Oh yes. Have we talked about that? We have. Okay. And just you so can, everybody knows mm-hmm. who hasn't understood what I am capable of, I'm not a good cook. I'm not good at it. It's not fun. But I do know how to make a scramble. You make a good scramble. A goddamn champion yeah, scramble. It's delicious. Very good. I mean, I you know. I'm pretty proud of it. I like how you opened a pack of sausage and then was like, nah, I'm not going to use this. <laughs> I don't even know. I was trying. I was burning it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, you did great, boo. So, yeah. Jimmy Dean, go fuck yourself. <laughs> great day yesterday. It was a great day. Um, Except the heat, guys. Awesome. I didn't beat the heat. I just passed out face first into the bed. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but, um. But, yeah, pretty fun little weekend. Um. Let's talk about a thing that you've been dealing with. Um, you're a friendly person. Thank you. I often I, say... This is going to go to a butt, guys. I, I realize. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you do that, you're friendly, and I know. Okay, let's go. Let's it's go. It's like back when I was a boss in radio, <laughs> not to pat myself on the dick, but I was, uh, I was a big boss man, and uh, one of the management tools I learned is when you, have a, uh, com- when you have a meeting with someone and you have to be critical, you open with a positive and you close with a positive, and then you do your criticism in the middle. Hmm. Yeah, that way... It's called a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's called the critique sandwich. Yeah. Um, no, you're. I often uh, describe I love you, you. I often describe you as a walking ball of sunshine. You sweet boy. You, All and, right. And I'm Let's being take sincere. some calls. I'm being sincere. That's uh, <laughs> it's, that's one of the reasons I love you. Is you're so positive, and you're so friendly, and you're so warm and shiny. Oh, thank you. I like this game. Let's keep going with the pot. Uh oh, the meat. But 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 but. Uh, Every now and then, you will pick out a person or 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 a group of people. Not not a group. Oh of wow! People, <laughs> I'm know, not racist. For please. example, the Jews. No, uh, um, not a group of people in that sense. Um, every now and then, you'll pick out a person or a family or you know a group of friends or whatever, and uh, you will just you just point your laser at them, no. and you you find a lot of uh, negatives. 
Okay. And <laughs> you, uh, I appreciate. How do we how do we get into this without throwing anybody under the bus? You, there's certain neighbors where you're like new neighbors where you're like. Fuck them. Okay, here's the thing. First of all... <laughs> for, for very little reason, fuck them. Okay, there are reasons. Mm-hmm. You're all, let's be neighborly. Hi, you can park wherever. I <laughs> don't... I think, hey, let's have a character test. Okay. These are character traits of people that suck balls. <laughs> and... I try because you're so friendly and nice, and I don't want to be like the oh the nice bearded guy and her his special ed like <laughs> asshole wife or whatever. Um, okay, guys, here in my defense, there were some isms that our new neighbors did that um you know uh, such as okay we have a driveway mm-hmm. very narrow no one really parks in it mm-hmm. there's it's in the back it's shared by two buildings mm-hmm. so shared by a total of eight apartments eight apartments eight apartments share this driveway and there's room for two cars to park back there one ish one car on for one building's little parking area and one one spot for the other building right great neighbors next door mm-hmm. the one that you flipped off and his wife uh-huh yeah um joe and his wife um, his wife is hilarious. I have been studying her character, and I love her. Mm-hmm. She's chaotic and fun, and she has a yellow little car, and she goes in, zips in and out, and she always bottoms out. With no regard for the, yeah. for the undercarriage but I, of the car. See, I love her. Mm-hmm. No idea. Gave uh, her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Been used to it. Okay. So new vacant apartment, no longer vacant. Uh, there's a person that lives there that um, decided to park mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. But not in the back. Like, explain the, the, the blocked, layout. Blocked the entire driveway. So you got to go through this. You got to go straight uh, through the through the driveway, and it's very narrow. <laughs> but then it opens up to the left and to the right where a parking space would be on each side. And it's a pain in the ass. Like, you have to, like, do a bunch of, I get it. You got to make, like, a, a five-point turn to get in oh, there. Oh, maybe Because it, it is tight. It's horrid. Yeah. But they've just started parking in the middle of the driveway. Yeah, they just stopped. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm done. And and look, I get that on the night one. Hey, okay. Mm-hmm. Night one. Oh, like night the one. first couple nights, you don't yeah, realize. I understood. The, the rules. Like mm-hmm. you saw, you know, in your defense, you said it was okay to park back there. You let them know that. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Well, I said, Wrong. I said, you know, as long as it's cool with the with the owners of the other car that parks back there. As long as you don't, if you block them in, I said, I said, yeah, I thought they were gonna park there for like an hour because it was their friends who were visiting. I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, they're home, it's late, they're probably not leaving, they, they, they meaning the other, you know, uh, people who, who park back there. The girl that I'm obsessed with, yeah, yellow car. Yeah, the, yellow the, car. Their car is here, it's late, uh, I'm sure if you're just hanging out for an hour or two, it shouldn't be a problem, maybe leave a note on your door to, you know, hey, text me if you need me to move, that kind of thing. Exactly. And now it's just opened up a door. Well, here's the thing, you really effed up, mm-hmm. because you should have said, here's the rules... And Beat it, you dumb old bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they were blocking Yellow uh-huh. Car, and they left a note. Mm-hmm. But then, look, Yellow Car, what if she's late to work, and she has to call them, move, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and at that night, I was being judgmental. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Mm-hmm. But I knew this is shady. Because even, listen to this, guys, even if your friends are coming over, 
guess fucking what? Get a parking spot outside. Mm-hmm. Then you let your friends stay there, and then you go hike it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's how oh, normal yeah. people do. Okay. Or how that's... about we think forward? Yeah. Instead of blocking somebody and being <gasps> entitled. And, and that's a that's something we didn't preface is parking is incredibly scarce. Real bad. Here, especially well, at night. After about post three PM. Yeah, after three PM, good luck finding a spot where you have to you can walk less than a quarter mile. Yeah. It's hard. Be mm-hmm. shitties. Mm-hmm. Be shitties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway, so that was kind of strike one. Mm-hmm. But you were like benefit of the doubt yeah. and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go into what happened the next day? Was uh, it the next day or two days later? Oh, they parked there again. Yeah. And they blocked Joe and his wife in again. Mm-hmm. And then I was out walking Charlie and Joe walks up and he goes, hey, is that your car? And I went, come on, man. Yeah, because we know the rules. I'm insulted that you we would think I would park the there. the rules. And I told him, you know, hey, it's, it's blah, blah, blah. And he went over and, and he was nice, but I, I, was, <laughs> I was like hanging out with Charlie, like just eavesdropping. And uh, she's like, yeah, that's us. Is that okay? And he's like, well, yeah, my wife's coming home from work. And she's like, okay, all right. And she's like, yeah, it's just we can't fit our car back there. And I forgot how he phrased it. because, yeah, um, you know, actually you can because my car is bigger than yours and it fits back there. Right. And um, so then he had to coordinate. Yeah. Know, uh, he had to ruin somebody's day. Yeah. What if she had a bad day at work? Mm-hmm. She's coming home. She's yeah. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's talking to the, on the phone. They, they're already having, let's say they had a fight earlier. Mm-hmm. This is strike two. Yeah. They're going to get into it later yeah. because it's some little bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. I am. This is, okay, so that's strike two. All right, and then what happened this morning? Okay, well, I'm going to get into it right mm-hmm. now. Anyone know of how big a mattress box is? I do because there's one on the stoop. I didn't know mattresses came in boxes. They do, the okay. roll-up ones. Boo. Okay, okay. But it's. Huge, and it's just um, sitting on our stoop. We all share a stoop, four of us, one, two, three, four, and uh, it's just open and empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question, how long does it take to rip open a, a box and mm-hmm. put it into pieces and put it outside in the garbage? Five minutes, mm-hmm. probably five. So you're annoyed that there's a giant cord- cardboard box out on our uh, shared stoop? Yes. Okay. All right. It's been two hours I feel like you, and I get this. I get. I think a certain it's part of this is human nature. It's not competitive. It isn't competitive. No, no, no. But I'm saying. Um, what oh, the asshole? Speaking of which, we got a call coming up. Oh, my God. Oh, should take it live. Um, should. No, I, and I've done this to people where it's not fair. You know how, like, okay, I okay. love you. And, uh, Thank you. I'm very, I feel like you and I are both very tolerant of one another. Uh, we give each other a long leash. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, I'm harder on you. If I yeah. like you, uh, it take. Oh, I, I love you and I like you, and Aww. certain things you do because I love you and I like you uh, that <laughs> might maybe annoy other people. I, I overlook and sweep under the rug. Can, I, can but, I ask what? Can you just give me a top two of those? Like, let's just. No, we don't. That's a whole nother. No, episode. I would like to know. We'll, we'll do okay. that down there. But my like point that is. I, I'm not good at articulating this. Uh, it's early. Um, my point is, we've all got those people in our lives where the slightest little thing annoys. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's never about the thing though. Yeah. It's about like if my sister was like, "Hey, how's it going?" I could analyze that text and be like, "I hate everything about you." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I like and love you. Mm-hmm. You could set my car on fire, and I would probably 
get over it pretty quick because, oh, well, it's Katie and I love her and she probably didn't mean it. Uh, someone like your sister, <laughs> you know, she could scuff my tennis shoe and it would make me want to murder her because I'm already it. predisposed to, to not uh, getting along with her. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like you do that with strangers sometimes. <laughs> I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is and a then very they do things where, do. like, if your friends or someone else did it, you'd be like, oh, no big deal. But because this demo bitch did it, now she's going to die. Does I, that make sense? I, here's, uh, yes. And you're right. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go ahead and say, though, that um, I'm intuitive, boo. Uh huh. I have been right about shitty people. This is part two of shitty neighbors that I have known. And I've been like, okay, okay. And I've waited for you to see it. And then you see it, and I feel so happy because I was right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) My arms are raised like a champion Mm -hmm. that I am. I'm a warrior. Yeah. I'm rude, but they're also vegetarians. No offense. To vegetarians. What's wrong with vegetarians? They're always grouchy. Always. Always. Really? Sorry. Vegetarians 80%, are grouchy? 80% of the vegetarians I know. Huh. Which is like them. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's grouchy sometimes. He's Grouch. vegetarian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not enough protein. Huh. I never thought. I never made that connection. Yeah. They're hungry. <laughs> they're fucking hungry. And they're like, look, I'm vegetarian. But then they're starving mm-hmm. because we're animals. We're fucking animals. Yeah. Anyway, I am trying to be nice. I love our other neighbors. Yeah, we got some great neighbors around here. If I love you, I love you. If I hate you, I hate you. And it's Hmm. very hard for me to turn Hmm. back. But I'm learning to be tolerant because as my Dr. Julie says, it's not black and white, it's gray. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I hate that. (laughs) But you've been in your own little happy place this week, boo. Mm -hmm. You want to share what kind of YouTube videos you've been watching? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Things are getting weird, guys. Man, I, I think I want to move to Europe. Ugh. That's the point of quarantine we're in. <laughs> Dave yeah. wants to move to Europe. I would love to move to Europe. I think we should move to Europe for like two years. Okay, just to it try was a it year out. yesterday. Well, you know, now I started thinking about it. Like, if we're going to do all that, make all that trouble to move across the ocean. Might as well stay there a while. I don't know. There's like permits for the cats mm-hmm. and the dog. We'll it's work like all that out. And hard. we try not to get political, too political on this show. But uh, I have been worried like in the last few months since everything's been going crazy. Like, And I keep in mind, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I just feel that at the rate this country's going, I could see I, it wouldn't surprise me if in 18 months we're in a civil war or... Any number, any number, <laughs> any number of things. This punch is working pretty I good. I know. Katie's uh, Punch Punch. You, That's you, a new before title. Before we started recording, you're like, can I get you drunk? I wanted to. I was like, <laughs> either I get you super high or drunk. You <laughs> but, choose. Okay. Um, no, I just feel like, and uh, I just feel like this country, and I don't even mean like the infrastructure, the political tone. I just mean literally... I, I feel like there's a chance that it could be chaos soon. And even without that, even if it was just complete harmony, I've always had this urge to live abroad for a little while just to experience it. I agree. Okay. Let's break this down. Mm-hmm. How many months has it been since you've gone somewhere? I haven't uh, been on the road with comedy since January. Okay. And now we're in... June. Yeah, so about six months. Is this the longest stint you haven't done comedy and Correct. been on the road? Okay. Correct. So you're probably yearning mm-hmm. for a 
get out. And oh, that's definitely explore. part of it. Explore and. Yeah. Um, I feel like it might be an escape, like you're saying, mm-hmm. too. Like, let's hide. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm a loyal person when I decide to be. And <laughs> I like that I'm going to just go down with the ship. Hmm. We're in America. I'm an American. It's just like the Titanic. I'm uh-huh. just going to go down. I'm going to take my fiddle. I'm going to be like those fiddle players on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Were they fiddle players or violin or, players? Oh. Yeah. I mean, same, right? Well... Is it the same? I mean, yeah, big picture, it's the same. There's subtle differences. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. But I feel like you are going into your escape mode because mm-hmm. you're a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. You like to be alone. Well, not anymore. You've tamed this lone wolf. Yeah. I've been domesticated. And now and, I'm the lone wolf. And broken. Uh, <laughs> that was that's hurtful. What, no, it's just what would Dr. Julie say? With a wild horse, you break them. And I've been broken. No, uh, no, I'm not a lone wolf anymore. I'm just saying, boo, if America's all going to be on fire and crumbling in, in a year or two, and there's martial law and there's chaos, why not scoot over to Portugal for two years? I've got I've to I've narrow it down. I've got Switzerland. Okay. Mm. I've got San Sebastian. Oh, I like that one. In, That's in, Spain, in right? The Basque country. Mm-hmm. It was. It, it's kind of right in. It's still. I still don't quite understand. It's not re- recognized as its own country, but it's kind of this territory between Spain and France. There's. Uh, all right. What, what was the first one I said? I don't know. Portugal. Oh. Uh, por- <laughs> Porto, Portugal. San Sebastian, Basque. Um, Switzerland. Maybe maybe Zurich, and uh, uh, the last one's Iceland. Yeah, you've been into Iceland yeah, videos. I like Iceland. But, but Iceland does get cold in the summer. I don't like cold. I think our best bet is uh, San Sebastian or Porto, Portugal. Great food. Hmm. I feel like there's bugs in Portugal. Why do you feel that way? Big bugs. Why? I don't know. It's not Florida. Is it like... I, I don't know. Are you sure there's not big bugs in Portugal? No. I'm thinking of Brazil. No, I'm not sure, but... Oh. Well, we should look that up. Brazil, Yes. Brazil big bucks. And I see why you made that mistake, because in Brazil they speak Portuguese. Thank you. But That's not, exactly what I was It's thinking. a long way from Portugal. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? Uh, yeah, I think there's bugs and critters in Brazil, but I mean, I'm sure there are insects in Portugal. I, I just don't think it's uh, anything to detour you from wanting to move there. So, Sa- San Sebastian or Porto, Portugal. What about Japan? I'd be into Japan. Japan's I think cool. I'd be great in Japan. Japan's small, though. Everybody's cramped in there. I like, I'm talking like coast, coastal, yeah. mountains. Well, this you feels got the like mountains, retirement. You got the sea. I feel like well, you want to. Let's wanna... go ahead and retire. <laughs> okay. Yeah, why not? All right. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what I'm retiring from. <laughs> I want to retire from something. Oh. Uh, will, um, will you at least consider it? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I don't mean next month. I mean. Next year. Two years from now. We get our shit together. We get all the paperwork in order. By that time, America's going to be on fire. It's going to be true. civil war. Who it's going to be though? chaos. Who let's, knows? Let's, let's bolt, man. Let's skedaddle on out of here. Just for a couple of years. And then, and then when you come back. <laughs> trying to do it. You'll go back to Karen. Go back to Karen. This, um, this is what it is. No, but go for a couple of years. And then if America gets back to normal, then we come back maybe. Or we stay over there and just know, have fun. Why not go back? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You get excited about things, and mm-hmm. I love that about you. And then you study it, and it's a, it's your, like, thing you're obsessed with uh-huh. for, like, a week or a month or mm-hmm. sometimes a longer mm-hmm. time. 
Mm, weird. Anyway, that was me being weird. Um, however, the other day, uh, you were looking up how to make cheese. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And I... Here's here's why I feel responsible for this moving abroad mm-hmm. situation. I said, "Boo, don't don't be the weird guy that makes cheese." <laughs> no, no one wants that. Why is okay, it no, weird to make cheese? Homemade cheese sounds mm-hmm. like a bad idea. Everyone's going to be like, "Thanks," and throw it away. Uh-huh. It's exactly what they'll do if you give it away. Uh-huh. How are you gonna? I, I, I don't know. So then I I made fun of you for the cheese, and mm-hmm. then you just went to Iceland videos in Switzerland. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of sending me Instagram posts of Mm -hmm. different countries, which is great. I don't know why. If I, I don't know, if I was like a banker, (laughs) I'm always a banker in my other life. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) And I I was on leave. I don't know. Leave? Yeah, like. (laughs) What are you, a military banker? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a military banker. What the hell are you talking about? I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm saying I'd like to retire from. I'd like to take a break. Like, say I'm a lawyer, you mm-hmm. know, and I have a suit and a real sleek briefcase. Mm-hmm. My name's Karen. No, no, you can't be Karen. No, That's more co-opted. Um, Which, by the way, white women, fucking take it easy. Calm down, everybody. Calm and the I'm fuck one down of us and, with your viral videos of throwing a temper tantrum in Target. Jesus yeah. Christ, what's going on? Shut with up. That? Put on. Jesus. Be like us. Anyway, if you were a banker and a lawyer and you had a briefcase, what would change? <laughs> I would have sleek hair, first of all, uh-huh. and a cool wallet. Uh-huh. What's this got to do with us moving to Portugal? I'm saying if I was that person uh-huh. and with everything going on with COVID and stuff, uh-huh. I would have lost my jobs. Oh, okay. I would be done with my master's degree in business, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I would... I need a break mm-hmm. from all of my work. I am not that person. Okay. You, you feel spirit. like you haven't earned it yes, yet. Yes, I haven't earned Iceland. Okay. Also, I want to go to London or Paris. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. And when it's all over, we could go to the Globe Theater. What's that? It's where Shakespearean plays were. That's where they like started Shakespearean oh, really? plays. Yeah, it's really pretty. And where, where, what city is it? London. Okay, London. London, England. Okay. Everybody's okay, wearing a top hat. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Accents aren't your strong suit. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be fun. How do you do an Iceland accent, boo? Let's just hear it. I don't know. I'm not going to try. That's, too. That's what you were doing earlier. Sorry, guys. We're dumb. Yeah. We're dumb. Again, you third cons- coffee. Consider it. Oh, of course. I'm open mind I'm I'm open minded. No, you're I'm not. I'm high maintenance. I'm trying to be open minded. That's all right. Cardboard box. This is the Stonebergs podcast, <laughs> Hi, by guys. the way. That's Katie Stranberg. I'm Dave Stone. We uh, appreciate you guys listening. We don't really know what the hell's going on today. Nope. It's just a loosey goosey. I like it. It's just a fun we're, we're recording this the day before it comes out. It's a Sunday here. Nice little Sunday. We're both sweating. Hot as balls. It's so hot. We have an air conditioner, but somebody doesn't want me to hook it up. No, I'm just saying we got to find the right... We just shut all the windows, and my name's Dave, and I'm mm. from Georgia, and we don't believe in air. That's a boy. We didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> we, just, we just sit in the toilet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's take some calls, boo. Let's do How this. How about it? Uh, the number, 562-548-2012. In that order. Mm-hmm. Those are the numbers, but you got to get them in the right order. If you mix up the order, you're so going to get somebody else. Yeah, okay? You're just, you're not oh, here get we it. go. And hey. I like that we're starting with a siren. Where's the fire, asshole? Oh, Cecil, shush. Mm-hmm. No. 
Cecil. No one ever laughs at that. I like because the, he really. They really are going to a fire, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's take some calls, boo. Hey, Dave and Katie, long time, first time. Uh, my name is Mitch from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Dave, I was one of the four people at your show at the Tiger Room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, not to bring up the you know bad shows or anything like that, but it just it wasn't very well uh, uh, promoted. It was on a Sunday night, a really bad snowstorm, but. Anyway, um, whew, this is off to a bad start. Uh, on to my real question. Um, yeah, Dave, I know you were talking about uh, baseball coming up. I'm super excited about baseball, big baseball fan. Um, Dave, I'm curious to know, I know you're a big Braves fan, but do you have a favorite uh, baseball player of all time? Uh, and I know it's going to be easy to say, like, Chipper Jones or some typical Braves answer. Um, so that's fine, uh, but if you could give me one Braves and one non-Braves. That would be perfect. Uh, Katie, kind of same question for you. Do you have a favorite team, favorite player? Are you going to be watching the games this year? Um, that's about it. Thanks, guys, for the entertainment, and have a great day. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Wayne? Uh, is it Wayne? Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> it's Wayne from Fort Mitch, Indiana. Um, <laughs> sorry. sorry Katie Mitch. Punch Punch is coming in. Yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that up, too. Uh, one of four people. At my show Intimate. in uh, Fort Wayne. And when was that? It was about, uh, I don't know, two years ago. Um, yeah, that was ironic because uh, that was one of my better tours. Uh, just great tour. You know, sold out a couple of venues, having good sets, making a little money, selling some tickets. Things are going great. <laughs> Fort Wayne, Indiana, four or five people showed up. Cool well, venue called the Tiger Room. Snow. He said snow. Yeah, snow. yeah it was on a Sunday, which is, uh, I think they also mentioned that uh, that bar is not typically open on Sunday. They um, they did a special <laughs> special thing for me. Uh, so I think a lot of the regulars and the, and the, the locals, um, you know, that, that might have been there if it were on any other day. Weren't I there, love how it? you're just, like, explaining why there yeah. was four people. Yeah, I'm backpedaling here. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, too, man. It's rough when there's four or five people there because you got to do the show. But you don't want to be an ass and be like, oh, there's only four yeah, people and talk I've about al- that. Yeah, I've like always hated hour. that. Like, thanks for showing up, assholes. Like, no, we, we did. I'm sorry that no one else did. Um, I don't remember if my set was worth a damn, but, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes that happens. I'm sure it was glorious. Sometimes four people show up. Uh, baseball. Um, man, we're just we're, we're less than two weeks away. Fingers crossed yes. from the uh, return of baseball. Um, Praise the Lord. Oh, boy. I, I can't wait. I'm real baseball horny right now. Uh, <laughs> favorite players. Um, I don't have a single favorite player. Um, huh, how could I? Let's, let's break this down. One of my favorite players of all time, which was before my time, but it was my dad's favorite player, and I grew up watching all kinds of videos, and I read all the books and uh, learned a lot about Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle is one of my favorite uh, players before my time. Um, just incredible athlete, switch hitter, just strong as a bull, uh, hit a ball 565 feet one time, hit almost literally hit a ball out of Yankee stadium. Like literally it, it uh, the only reason it didn't go out because it, uh, there was a, a pennant pole at the very top of the facade and uh, it hit that pole and oh, bounced wow. back in. Dude it was just a, a single beast. pole. Yeah. It was like a, you know, they have all these poles and the pennants are at the top, the little flags. It hit that pole. Had that pole not been there, it would have gone out of the actual stadium. Uh, Just incredible athlete. Just, uh, yeah. I I love Mickey Mantle. Um, Pete Rose is one of my favorite players. Uh, Pete Rose, not one of the most gifted players. I just love the way he played the game. They called him Charlie Hustle. He played every game like his hair was on fire. 
and you <laughs> don't see that much today. Today, you know, it's it's very uh, cliche to talk about how lazy and spoiled and pampered some of the players are, and many of them are. They just they don't hustle as much, and and I get it. They're, they're making millions of dollars. Why am I going to sprint to first on a routine ground out and maybe, you know, tweak my knee? Yeah, why uh, would you do that? Um, but, yeah, Pete Rose just uh, – he, he had a quote that always stuck with me, and I kind of uh, used it in my own career. Um, he used to say, I can't believe they pay me millions of dollars to do something I would gladly do for free. I love that. And I've always uh, – that's always stuck to me. And that's not that no one's ever paid me millions of dollars, but I'm saying um, – I have and will will probably continue to do uh, comedy for free. Uh, I mean, I, I get paid now, you know, on certain shows when I tour, but, you know, when you do little sets around town, you don't get paid. My point is every dollar I've made from comedy is always it's just been like a, a dream come true. Like, oh, shit, I'm getting paid for this because I would I would have done it for free. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that always stuck with uh, Mickey Mantle, Pete Rose. Uh, and the Braves. King, King Griffey Jr., more, more current day. I mean, I know he's retired, but. I grew up uh, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, King Griffey Jr., Tony Gwynn, those were probably uh, more more current day. And I know <laughs> Tony Gwynn's dead. Uh, oh, present Pete, day. Tony. Who do I like currently? I love Mike Trout. Um, uh, Ronald Acuna for the Braves. Oh, they, I like Acuna. Yeah, I love Acuna. Because they say Acuna. Uh, favorite Brave of all time? Oh, oh, Hank Aaron. Kind of. How can you not like Hank Aaron? Um, but uh, probably my favorite Brave. I love Chipper Jones. He was great. But my favorite Brave growing up was Ron Gant. Hmm. I feel like he never got the credit he deserved. Just incredible player, incredible athlete. Uh, suffered from a lot of injuries. Never reached his full potential. But uh, yeah, favorite Brave probably Ron Gant or Hank Aaron. Uh, non Brave. Uh, Probably Kingerhood Jr., Tony Gwynn, big fans of those dudes. But, yeah. Um, oh, cannot wait. Oh, but he also said, Katie, same question. Katie, who are some of your favorite baseball players? Okay. <laughs> I am ready for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, Mitch, I love that you included me. Uh-huh. This is very sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I was going to do a jokey answer, uh-huh. but my version of baseball uh-huh. – is the Housewives franchises. Okay, I knew you were going to try to go there. Can we get to that in a minute? Can, can we put a pin in that real quick? I'm, and I'm, I'm not condescending. I'm not making fun it's of you. It's just as... I'm always interested okay. in how much people know okay. about shit they don't know about. Gotcha. Okay. Can you name a baseball player that I haven't named already in yes. this conversation? Yes. Man, who? Babe Ruth. Okay, good job. I good like job. him. He seemed fun. I think what I like about him... Uh-huh. Is he was larger. Uh-huh. He's a big boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's just, what is he doing with all that weight? Yeah. What's he doing? And then, uh, oh, you know who else I like? Go. Who? The redhead in um, the Sandlot, the cute little. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not a professional baseball player. But, you um, know. Can you name a baseball player who is currently alive? Yes. Shipper Jones. Okay, other than what we mentioned <laughs> in this conversation. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I can. Name um, a baseball player. Yes, gotcha. Right now, mm-hmm. Ronald Forrest. Ronald Forrest. He is in the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a southpaw in the Tigers farm system. No, uh, he's in the uh, little district. The what's that? District, minor leagues. Minor leagues. You know, that's kind of what the farm system is, but that's okay. Uh, no, seriously, okay. can you name a baseball player? And I'm not condescending. No, it's okay. Um, I okay. Hold on. Yes, I can. I have the picture. Of him mm-hmm. in my head. Uh, starts with an M. Here's one. Okay. Ma- oh, who? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. A M-A. A. There's an 
<laughs> a mark? Mark? Yeah. Mark with an M, uh, alliteration, M-M? Yeah. Mark who? Mm. Hit a lot of home runs. Yes, Mark. Giant guy. <laughs> played for the A's, played for the Cardinals. Mm. Millsap? Mark McGuire. Close. I was a big fan of his. Yeah, love him. Very <laughs> tall. <laughs> okay, on with your analogy okay, with the real you. housewives. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, Do, is that just, I think I, maybe I shouldn't. I, that was, maybe I shouldn't do the housewives. No, okay. what did you want to say? Okay, so of the. Everything funnels back to the real housewives for you. Well, that's my sports. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. gay men's sports, mm-hmm. buddy. Come on. All right, so Atlanta, there's uh-huh. the real housewives of Atlanta. My mm-hmm. favorite Atlanta player is Nene Leakes. Mm-hmm. She's an OG. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She started from the bottom. Now she's here. Okay. All right. And big, big time in the big franchises. Bethany Frankel, mm-hmm. BF, Real Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. killing it. Okay. That's all. That's my answer. Oh, okay. Well, well right on. That know. answers a lot of questions here, boo. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff up. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, I forgot. Here's one of my favorite players, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson, so underrated. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, he's got to be in the Hall of Fame, of course, right? Uh, Holds the single season and the career stolen base record. Uh, Dude was fast. Uh, Holds the uh, record for most career leadoff home runs. Do you know what a leadoff home run is, Is that when you run? (laughs) Already no. What do you think of lead? And by the way, I'm not condescending. I know. I, I am. I've always been I curious. Know. It's it's like if you were to ask me questions about Broadway or The Real Housewives, you know. Yeah. But I'm always curious about. Uh, I need to make this a game. Like, uh, what do you know? How much do you know about the shit you know nothing about? Um. Okay. Can you ask me the question again? Because what I is forgot. a leadoff home run? Okay. What would that be if you could think about maybe trying to break that down? Okay, I know uh, what it is. Wait, lead off. What is what's a leadoff hitter? What's if you're batting leadoff? What does that mean? Does that mean uh-huh. the bases are loaded? No. Fuck. That's a grand slam. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. A leadoff is when you're batting. Le- hey, Strandberg. Today we got you batting leadoff. I go first. There you go. So it's a first person batting that does the home run. Exactly. <laughs> And And in my, I was going to say in my defense, uh, I don't think that works. To my ignorance, I don't know if that quality, leadoff home run uh, could could obviously mean you lead off the game, first batter of the game, boom, home run. But I I wonder if his record also pertains to leading off an inning, be the first batter of an inning to hit a home run. Oh, that's a great. I don't know if it incorporates both of those scenarios or just leading off a game. I'm not sure. But regardless, Licky, R- Licky Henderson. Ricky Henderson batted leadoff. He was number one. How tall was he? He wasn't a tall guy. He was short. I like the tall guys. Was, that's that's the other reason I liked Ricky. He he was built like a football player. He was built like a running back. Aww. Short, strong, huge legs. I know, not to sound homo, uh, not homophobic, homoerotic, <laughs> but I love dudes with big legs. Yeah, it's fun. I love athletes, especially baseball players with just giant quads. Just something about yeah. like a... Uh, <laughs> I love a man with thick legs. I like your legs. I like I, you have strong legs. I have. Strong you got some legs. good stems. I used though. to squat. I could used to squat a lot. You know what I squat back in one hundred fifty pounds. Get the fuck out of here. Four hundred pounds. I squatted four hundred eighty pounds when I was. Uh, young that's man. a lot. I think that's how much my Prius weighs. I can't do that anymore because I got a nut hernia. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh God. 
Anyway. Anyway. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks Thank for checking you. in, Mitch. Baseball season right around the corner. Uh, being from Fort Wayne, Indiana, I'm trying to think who uh, who you're rooting for in Indiana. I guess probably Chicago Cubs. I love that you're looking Sox. at me like I would know. I'm trying to think. I guess that's uh, geographically the closest uh, baseball city would be Chicago. I'm assuming Fort Wayne, Indiana. I don't know. Maybe Cincinnati. I don't know. Cleveland. Uh, Remember when people would go to different states? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. All Thanks, right. Mitch. Moving right along. Hey, Dave and Katie. This is Joe up in the dangerous city of Seattle. Been a big fan of your guys' for a while now. And my question is, and it's definitely not to, to bring down the mood of whatever's being discussed currently. In fact, kind of the point of the question. Um, I lost my little brother seven years ago to a drug overdose. And I know that you both have lost family members. So when somebody brings up a question like, oh, do you have any brothers and sisters or what do your parents do and stuff like that, how do you answer that question and not bring down the mood and not sour their day? Thanks very much. Love the podcast. Bye. Okay. So first of all, Joe? Oh, nice, Katie. Good memory. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for sharing that. And oh, I'm so, so sorry. I yeah. seriously got like teary eyed when you were talking. Um, that's the worst. I understand your plight because when I was little, a lot of uh, I lost my sister when I was 13. And people would ask me like, okay, how many, how many sisters do you have? And I would always just automatically say two, mm-hmm. uh, one's in heaven. And it would get weird. <laughs> people would like get awkward. So I started just saying one. Um, and then if they proceeded to talk to me and we became a little bit closer, I would, you know, reveal I had to, but, um, it, it's tough because you want to kind of be intimate and share with people mm-hmm. and also like remember your sibling, but also you don't want to, like you said, bring down. Well, you don't want to turn vibe. small talk into like serious shit. Yeah, which I'm horrible at because mm-hmm. I hate small talk. Mm-hmm. Dave, you're really good. Like I'm good at small talk. You're good at small talk. Mm-hmm. But what do you do when people say like how? How's your parents, or what are your parents up to? Has have you gotten any parent questions? If it's somebody who's I don't know very well, and they're just making small talk, you know, like where do your parents live? You know, I'll just say, you know, I'll tell them where I'll tell them where my mom lives. I won't say, well, my dad died two years ago, but my mom lives. You know, if, if it's small talk and I don't know them very well, I'll, I'll just gloss over it, give them a generic answer. But if it's somebody. You know, that we're having a serious conversation or trying to connect with, and I'll reveal, you know, eh, my dad passed away, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's a case-by-case yeah. case basis. I, I say my dad's house. I do say my dad's house now. And if they inquire, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share. But yeah. usually they don't because people are selfish and we're the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. Most people don't, <laughs> don't really care. They don't care. Yeah. But I think what's what's so sweet is that you really – want to remember your sibling mm-hmm. and you want to shine a light like oh, I, I used to have this amazing person in my life um but that's you know that's for you mm-hmm. intimately and I think it's neat that you do that because I used to do that all the time but it, it's kind of a false intimacy because mm-hmm. you're forcing someone to be intimate mm-hmm. when they're like whoa I just met you and yeah. I asked how the weather was mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I don't know, Joe. I get it. And I'm sorry. And guess what? Seven years is not that long. 
Um, I remember when I was 20 and I basically had a meltdown (laughs) after seven years. Um, But yeah, you can remember your sibling or person you lost, I think, in in ways that that you can honor them. Because it sounds like you want to talk about them, which is totally fair, but that part of grieving is just for you, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I feel like... Well, what do you say, having lost a sister early on? I, I say when, just one. I just say one. one now. Okay. I say an older sister. Gotcha. And then I, I redirect the conversation mm-hmm. because I don't want to get into it with yeah. somebody that I could tell is looking over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is usually the neighbor. Interesting. Who has a cardboard box <laughs> outside their house. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the question, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And uh, hang in there, buddy. Sorry for your loss, even though it's been a while. Uh, we love you. You know that, that, that it doesn't um, it doesn't lessen the uh, impact as time goes by. It doesn't. So hang in there, man. Hey, Dave and Katie, it's Seth from Vermont. I uh, got a few questions for you guys. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I got dumped, which is amazing, as you all know. But um, yeah, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, how do you keep your mind busy when all you can think about is one person or something like that. And, you know, don't take it like I'm stalking her or nothing, you know. But, you know, all you can do is just you think about the good times and then it just doesn't seem to work out in your head and why this happened one way or another. And I don't know. I'm just trying to keep my mind busy. I'm a busy guy anyways. Like I said, I uh, I own my own business. And other than that, I play a bunch of golf and I don't know. I just feel empty now. I was wondering if you guys could help me out a little bit. And I appreciate uh, appreciate listening to your podcast, and I love you guys. You guys are freaking amazing. Have a good one. All right, Seth. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Um, that sucks. Seth, breakups, I'm sorry. Breakups always suck. They're the worst things ever. We all know that. Yeah. But what you got to remember, Seth, and you seem like a fairly young dude, uh, even though you own your own business, that's great, man. Um, what you got to remember is... Um, People talk about life being short, and it is short, but at the same time, it can be long. And what I mean is, I've had my heart broken. I've been dumped. By me. And now, Yeah, I've been dumped <laughs> by you. Uh, <laughs> Vice my, versa, by the way. But my point is, uh, you get over that shit eventually. Some of my past relationships, I, I don't think about them. I bet I think about some of my ex-girlfriend's. Once a year, maybe, if that. What I'm saying is, you know, the old cliche, time heals all wounds. But uh, you do have to remember that uh, you're not going to be in this current state of of, of sadness and loss forever. Mm-mm. That's going to fizzle away mm-hmm. uh, with time. And also it's going to fizzle away with, uh, and this is part of my second answer, with new experiences. You, and I know it sounds cliche, but you do have to move on. And I know it's a cliche, but there are, are are other fish in the sea. And what I mean is, like, you just, you move on. You To get over a breakup, the best thing that's helped me in the past is just getting busy. Let me, let me keep my mind occupied, mm-hmm. whether that be with your business, with your hobbies, with golf, with other friends. Just the, the worst is when you're heartbroken and lonely. That's a fuck. Well, and right now it's so hard to be heartbroken because of fucking quarantine and COVID and yeah. blah, blah, blah. um. 
But keep going, Bill. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I interrupted. No, just uh, what's helped me in the past is is just like, and and I'm not necessarily a proponent of mo- like I, I think I've talked about this in the past of immediately jumping to a new boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, that's yeah, you- always annoys me. Every, every girlfriend I've ever had, as soon as we break up, it seems like they've had a they've been dating somebody two weeks later. It's always like, eh. You, you, I think you do need that time. And I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but I think you do need time to uh, reflect on what happened. Yeah. To learn from any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I get why people might want to immediately jump into a new relationship. It's like a Band-Aid, you know, it helps me forget or whatever. But I think you, you've got to move on, but with every other aspect of your life. Maybe not necessarily, maybe, maybe take a break from relationships for a little while. But then again, I get that, you know. That helps, you know, heal if you move on to the next one. But what I'm saying is, my point is, and I'm, I'm rambling now because uh, your drinks Katie are pretty strong. Punctuate. Uh, but <laughs> throw yourself into other aspects of your life. Throw, okay. throw yourself into your business. Throw yourself into your hobbies. Find new hobbies. Find new advent travel. There, there's so much to life. You're like, go to Iceland. Go to, <laughs> go to Portugal. Seth. Um. Okay, so girl, girl version. Mm-hmm. Okay, Seth. First of all, I am so sorry. Uh, you, my darling Dave, are very good at moving on. Mm-hmm. You keep going forward. I am a sentimental person. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're not sentimental, mm-hmm. but I, I cling, and my attachment style is very much unhealthy because I'm like, oh, perfect. We're going to be together forever. Oh my God. Uh, just kidding. I want to kill myself. Not really, but you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get, I get feeling empty. I get the triggers. Um, I, here's the thing. When we get broken up with, there is a void and it's super sad. It's like a death. Mm -hmm. You're grieving somebody lost from your life. That was a, your best friend, a part of your life. You have to grieve in those ways and, and like Dave said, move on. But I mean, the girl version of this is to cleanse Mm -hmm. your entire space. All the memories also known as triggers Mm -hmm. are not going to serve you anymore. This isn't there. Your friend who (laughs) broke up with you did it for a reason. And we don't know what other people are thinking. We don't know what is going on in their minds. We don't know what's going on. You know, you don't know if if they're going through shit. Um, what's helped me is to get rid of all triggers, focus on something different, and then really mourn it. Like, you can cry, go on walks, write letters to the person, and tear them up. Like, do... And then if you feel empty still, and you're like, why am I not getting over this person? They're... It's not about the person. It's about you. Mm-hmm. What are you look? You're looking in the mirror and you're not liking something. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion is either get curious about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is it that that person brought into my life that I don't have right now? Okay, is it intimacy? Okay, cool. But I mean, other than that, what was it? Was it they cooked for me all the time? They made me feel loved in a way that this. Well, you need to love yourself that way, mm-hmm. and you need to look in the mirror and say, okay, why? Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. And get curious. And I, I go into research mode of like, okay, this person was my dad. 
Uh, I was attached to him. Mm-hmm. I broke up with him because... What, what do you mean, was my dad? A lot of studies say that you marry or you are attracted to... Uh, guys are attracted to their mom and then... Uh, not like, I want to bang my mom, mm-hmm. but... And Looking girls, for someone with similar qualities. Yes, because yeah. you're used to that kind of uh-huh. love. Okay. And you're like, okay, this is the love I like. But if it's bad love and uh-huh. it's not great for you, then hooray... That's over. And also, if it was a good love, hooray. They they don't feel the same way. That's hard to take ego-wise. You are a great person. It sounds like you're super kind. Give yourself a break, especially during this crazy time. But y- you have to look at, in the mirror and say, okay, why, why does this hurt me so mm. much? And guess what? There's really nice counseling online. You can counseling right now, guys. Off the hook, cheap, Mm -hmm. because of COVID. Mm -hmm. You could do a Skype session or just research attachment styles or figure out, okay, let me me just get logical. Mm -hmm. Also, what's helped me if I can't stop crying, um, (laughs) I'll dedicate 10 or 20 minutes, like, okay, at 7 p.m., I'll give myself 10 minutes to mourn and cry and be sad. But after 7.10, I'm on to something else. Mm -hmm. So I think give yourself time. To grieve and, you know, but also be curious. And you're, this is a part of your story. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I believe that people, if they're meant to be, maybe she'll come back around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, and I truly believe in this, and I know this is a cliche, but uh, everything does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to paraphrase a Louis C.K. bit, I know we're, I know. We're not supposed to. I love. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, you're not Ooh. supposed to be a fan of Louis C.K. anymore. Um, and I'm not. Yeah, that's a whole anyway, other category. Not defending what he said. I'm just saying the guy oh, was, had some brilliant uh, comedic premises. Um, he had a premise where he. I, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember it uh, verbatim, but something to the effect of no divorce. Divorce is a good thing. No good marriage mm-hmm. ended in divorce. If if you get divorced, if you get separated, that wasn't a great relationship to begin with. Yeah, And it's a good thing in that if you got to that point, that means it wasn't a good relationship, and now there's closure and you can move on. Um, everything does happen for a reason. I, I've talked about this before. I was with a gal for nine years. Mm-hmm. We were engaged. Mm-hmm. I thought she was the one. Mm-hmm. I really did. We got along great, blah, blah, blah. And when we broke up, it, it did suck. Like, it, it sucked because I thought she was the one, blah, blah. If we didn't break up, I wouldn't have moved to Los Angeles, and I wouldn't have met you, boo-boo. And now I'm happier than I've ever been. No matter how good my relationship was with her, I can sincerely say our relationship is ten times better. Yeah, same. I wouldn't have moved to Los Angeles had she and I not broken up. I would have stayed in ball ground, Georgia, and God knows what I'd be doing. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be doing something as much fun as I'm doing now. Ditto. I'd be living in a studio in Burbank. And you just have to chalk <laughs> it up. Sometimes breakups is uh, are just the universe making decisions for you. Yeah. It's the universe saying, hey, you don't need to be with this person. I went to a healer once that really, re- it's called reframing. Mm-hmm. When, when you're like, oh, I feel empty, I feel sad, and I totally get that. But then also, well, that's the story you're telling yourself. Instead of I feel empty and sad, what is the universe or God or whoever? It's an invitation for you to what? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm spending way too much time here. I, 
because we all have a pie. There's like, you know, to be a healthy person, you have to like, there's spiritual and mental and health and work. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you have work down. Great. And then, but what about your other hobbies? What about your passion? What about your vocation? What about meeting up with friends via zoom and stuff? You know what I mean? Like you got to think, okay, what part of the pie should I invest in now? Yeah. And look at it as a positive. And I know it sucks, but, like, once you kind of train your mind, like, oh, this fucking sucks, I feel empty. Wait, no, this happened for a reason, and blah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, tricking your mind, yeah. basically. <laughs> and use would break up as an opportunity to make lemonade out of lemons. And what I mean is, I Beyonce. don't know, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know any details about your relationship, but let's say, hypothetically, there were things that you were interested in that she was not. Or things you wanted to do that maybe, not to say that she wouldn't let you, but, you know, it was more difficult. Hypothetically, you love camping, but she hated camping. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're broke up. Go camping all the time. Yeah. You know, you love this thing. She wouldn't let you do that thing. Now you're broken up. Go do the shit out of that thing now because no one's stopping you. I think, yeah. Turn this into a, a chance to do something that maybe you couldn't do with her. I think getting to know yourself is so important, and I don't know how old you are, um, but our brain stops fully developing at 25 Hmm. when you're 25 years old. That's why everyone has a quarter-life crisis, or a lot of people do, Um, and I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, yeah, so your brain stops developing. Um, I had a horrible time in my 20s trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, and I think sometimes if we don't have a passion, if we don't have a vocation, mm-hmm. things feel empty. Mm-hmm. Things feel, okay, let me find this in a person. Let me find this in a relationship. But what if this is the universe or God or whoever inviting you to, hey, let me look at my life. What's missing? Do I want to go back to school? Oh, wow, I, I like this. Or, you know what I mean? Like getting to know yourself now mm-hmm. and figuring out what the next steps are and getting excited about the future. Mm-hmm. And write a list of what you want. I would write a list of deal breakers, 10, and then, you know, keep going. Just, you're wonderful. I'm sorry. Hang in there, Seth. You got this, I know it sucks, man. I know it sucks. But you do have to remember, like I said earlier, you know, life is short, but life is also fairly extensive. And I'm willing to bet that if you go out right now and you you live your life and you do the things you want to do, in five years, you're barely going to remember this, remember this gal's name. <laughs> and maybe you will. And maybe this will be, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? I don't know your relationship. Usually they say it takes double the time mm. you were with the person to get over Which them. Which that's not true, by the way. <laughs> okay, but it's really but, not. I was, I was with that girl for nine years. It didn't take me 18 years to get over her. For me, that, yeah, it was usually like the amount of, I don't know. No, I... I mean, I, I, I don't know. that's a that's a nice little saying, but I think it's case by case basis. Like, and give yourself some time if it just happened. If you feel still raw, get ice cream. Have like a night where you're just like get mm-hmm. shit faced. And by the way, block, 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 delete, block, delete, block. Get rid of all the pictures. Like, cleanse yourself of this. Yeah. I don't believe in all that shit. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> like, but yeah, just go live your life. Yes. And and be I've, selfish. I've that's exactly what I was about to say. No. I've always been a proponent. That's exactly what I was about to say. Is be selfish, man. And what I mean is do some shit for you. When you're in a relationship, 
for it to be good, you have to be unselfish. Yeah. You have to think of the other person. Mm-hmm. And you have to put some of your wants and needs, uh, not away, but aside. And the, if there is a good thing about a breakup is you now you answer to no one. That's you're true. your own boss. Yeah. You already know that. You're, literally, you're your own boss in business. But you're now the boss of your life. You don't have to ask anybody's permission what you watch on TV, what you're going to eat for dinner, where you're going to go next week. And I know I'm painting a picture right now that sounds like, oh, maybe maybe being broken up is pretty fun. No, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seriously saying it, breakups aren't fun no. and getting your heart broke isn't fun. But it happens. And once it happens, you can't do anything to reverse that. So try to harvest the good out of that. Take these, you know, live your own life without anybody else's consideration or permission. And when the time's right. I'm smiling. When the time's right, you're going to meet somebody else. You're going to meet somebody else. Yeah. You are. Well, because your energy's, I know that sounds, I'm so woo-woo, but like your energy's going to shift. Right now, your energy's super sad. You don't want to draw in anybody. Like, that's why rebounds are a thing. Yeah. If you're sad and, you know, dark and sad, you're going to bring somebody in that's the same. Mm Mm-hmm. So elevate it, you yeah. know, just fucking elevate that shit. Be that person that you want to date. Mm-hmm. And boom, you're going to be surprised yeah. and happy. Yep. Everything is great. Feel better, Seth. Hang in there, dude, and check back in. Let us know how, how it's going, man. All right, what up, Mr. and Mrs. Stoneberg? This is old Soft7J back again. Uh, got a word of mouth this, year, uh, this week. Um not really about any project or any person or any product or anything like that, but the word of mouth this week is uh, camping. Get out there in the woods, especially during this quarantine time, maybe eat a handful of mushrooms or whatever, and just uh, having a good reset in nature is a great thing to have during a time like this. Uh, Dave, I know you're a big fan of camping, so maybe you could speak on this as well. But, uh, yeah, man, get out there and start camping. That's my word of mouth this week. All right, bye. Right on, Jay. Hey, Jay called a couple weeks ago. Uh, what what did he call himself? Uh, Soft yeah. Seven. Oh. Soft Seven Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, thanks, Jay. Thanks for checking back in, buddy. Um, camping. I, I've been talking this week about how I want to go camping. Yes. You know, trying to get out to Joshua Tree. Uh, I would have gone this week, but it's just too damn hot it's out so there. so hot right now. Um, camping, especially right now with quarantine. If you can go somewhere and you're not going to sweat your balls off. Um yeah, what a what a great little camping is great because it's a cheap little vacation. Yeah, you know? and you have to and you get to unplug from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally, like when I go camping, I I don't. Uh, well, when I've gone camping uh, since you and I have been together, I'll, I'll keep my phone on just for emergencies. But sometimes I will tell you, hey, I'm turning my phone off for ten hours. You know, yeah, <laughs> please don't have an emergency. Um, but yeah, oh. I, I can't stress enough, even if you're not a nature person. Look, I'm not saying you got to go out into the African bush and, and, and okay. you know, seriously, like <laughs> really do some extreme camping. I'm saying get you a nice lawn chair or a camping chair, get you a cooler, throw some turkey sandwiches in there and drive out somewhere and just sit and, and be. And yes, if you're... The, and ladies, be careful, please. Well, yeah. Uh, but if you're the kind of person that's you know likes to experiment, bring some mushrooms, bring some weed. You know, don't don't do anything crazy. But I'm saying, just I know it sounds like people who don't get it just don't get it. But there is something spiritual and almost magical 
to going out into into nice nature. I'm not saying just go out <laughs> any old <laughs> gross yeah. place, but like find you a nice campground or the desert or the forest or the mountains and just even if it's just for an afternoon, even if it's just for a day trip, smoke your joint, sit sit in your lawn chair, look at the trees, look at the stars, look at the rocks and just unwind and detach you it's so important especially now more than ever yeah like you i it's amazing no and when, also can i say something yeah. i have to pee so do you want to keep ta- i'm sorry i just have to it's <laughs> go real. pee boo okay. I'll, I'll i'll keep talking okay, sorry about that. <laughs> isn't that what i think you said that last time uh can i say something i have to go to the bathroom um oh charlie <laughs> any any time Katie moves from room to room. Charlie is right on her heels. Oh, we're going in here now? Um, But no, seriously, uh, camping. And even if you're not the kind of person... And like I'm saying, I'm not saying you got to be some bushwhacker. You got to be some professional... uh, You know, I don't even know the word word I'm looking for. Uh, Even if you're not the kind of person that's into that normally, uh, especially now with everything, we're being inundated with the news... And with COVID and with quarantine, just to uh, get out for a day or two. And what me personally, the thing I love most about camping, I just love this. I can narrow it down to this single uh, idea. When I go camping, I love the idea of, okay, I don't have any responsibilities or obligations for the next 24, 48, 72, whatever it is, hours. I love that is like a mental vacation of, oh, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> You're rubbing your shirt on I'm the sorry, mic. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm back, everybody. everybody Everything do. worked out. You all right? Yes. That was oh, a quick peek. man. I wash my hands. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> An issue. But uh, just taking a mental vacation. Yeah. Like for a day or two is so important, especially now. Um, there's a book entitled The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which I did a long time ago. I should do it again. Anyway, but they say an artist date. Once a week, you should take yourself on an artist date. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an artist. And what does that mean? Meaning like you can go to a sticker store or go somewhere where you wouldn't necessarily. Well, I went to a sticker store or go somewhere much like camping by mm-hmm. yourself. Like take your time, take a whole day for yourself. And I remember one of mine was I got a hotel room at a fancy hotel. I remember that, yeah. And I took myself there and I unplugged and I, you know, it was just the best thing ever. So, yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. Everybody, get out there. Don't die. (laughs) But, yeah, camping is such an uh, underrated activity and I can't recommend it enough. So, you all right there, Bill? That's hot. Sorry. Yeah, it, I, it is pretty hot. I put my... Anyway. Thanks for checking back in, Jay. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, some good calls this week. Such good calls. Yeah, Thank guys, you, guys. Keep them coming. And by the way, uh, just like Jay, if you've already called, uh, call again. You know, we're not... Uh, we're not going to limit you guys. You can call every week if you want. We'll yeah. get, we'll get to you Let us know what's going on. Yeah, 562-548-2012. Do me a favor right now, and uh, if you're listening to this, why not... Just go ahead, pull out your phone, and put us in your phone. The Stonebergs, 562-548-2012. Uh, create new contact. Why not? 
That way, uh, that way, we're right there, and you can call us anytime. You're literally driving, give us a call. Literally twenty four seven. Check give, in. Give us a holler. We got any word of mouth uh, of our own this week, Boo? Yes, I do. What you got? Okay, there is a smash hit movie on Hulu for free right now entitled Flower. We watched that. It was hilarious. It was dark great and funny, and I adored it. There's a strong female lead. It's about a bunch of vigilantes who um, go after pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, don't watch it with your kids, I don't mm-hmm. think. Uh, not just because of that, but there's like graphic scenes, but it is, Catherine Hahn is in it. Well, vigilantes, um, they're not, you know, they're not hunting them down with uh, machetes, but uh, they've got their own little way of dealing yeah. with uh, sexual misconduct. Yes. What a great way. You're very good at that. I'm good with words. Good with words. Uh (laughs) But yeah, guys, give it a watch. It is a delight. And oh, uh, whatchamacallit, Henry Winkler's son directed it. Yes, Henry Winkler's son. uh, What's his name? Max. I think Max Mm -hmm. Winkler. And uh, the lead is a character uh, or is an actress who I, I wasn't familiar with, but she looked familiar. I'm like, who does this gal look like? And I looked it up, and it's Leah Thompson's daughter. Leah Thompson of uh, Back to the Future fame. Yes. Who was one of my early crushes. Was a big, big fan as a young boy. Even though that whole movie Mm. was weird. Weird. And then I'm going to go back in time. I might make out with you. My mom wants to bang me. That's weird. Uh, But yeah, Leah Thompson's uh, daughter and and, uh, this girl's father is also somebody, but I'm not familiar. He's a director who's been, who worked with Howard Howard Hughes, the airplane guy that hit uh, John Hughes. Nope. John Hughes, yeah. John Hughes. Okay. And also, uh, they have another daughter who is made her own movie. She wrote, directed, and starred in The Year of Magnificent Men. Um, I watched that after. You know, I'd go with Flower first, Mm -hmm. and then if you're very drunk and high... You're a <laughs> magical man or whatever. Yeah, Flower, um, it had, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Juno. Yeah. But a little darker and a little edgier. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt like, and a very great ending, a really hopeful, happy ending. I felt it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good movie. Cool. Okay. Flower in its where? Hulu. All right, cool. Or rent it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Or any Where streaming service. Yeah, we, we minus we Netflix. We don't, we don't we don't get commission off this. We don't care. Just uh find it and uh if you're looking for a good uh on the surface it looks like a teen movie, but uh there's a little more depth to it than just your uh average teen romp. And it's fun to see, I think, and it's a group of girls, so it's three ladies, you know, 17, 18 years old and I love when I get to see lady friendships. Um, that are real mm-hmm. and and a mother daughter dynamic. Yeah, the side that was characters. Her friends are really funny too. Really funny and and down to earth. And you could tell like the director loves women because mm-hmm. it's like an empowering mm-hmm. film. I, I just watch it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, good flick. We watched some shitty flicks this week, but uh, <laughs> that was not one of them. That was uh, that was one of the good ones. So, what else did we watched that uh, sucked? <laughs> was it? Uh, we talked uh, about that. Oh. uh... uh Come to Daddy. We already talked. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we, Did we come to we, Daddy. We talked about Elijah that. By Wood. the by, the way, we talked about that on last week's episode that didn't air because we fucked it up. Okay, guys. We had so some we technical <laughs> glitches last week. <laughs> yeah, my voice was an echoey mess. Um, come to Daddy. Come to Daddy. Ugh. It was pretty bad. It's Avoid with Elijah one. Wood. 
I wanted a thriller. I was so excited. I thought you would like it. Oh boy, what's that other one that we made ten made it ten minutes into and then oh vast universe or something the vast oh, air or vast light or, or something. Yeah, that one it sucked. was about radio and I thought you'd be excited yeah. about it. Boy, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any word of mouth? Uh, no word of mouth this week other than, you know, I think we can uh, just make flower our singular word of mouth. That, that was a good one. I enjoyed that. Good. It's good stuff. Um, where can we find you on the old uh, social meets, boo-boo? KT Lowe Strandberg. The letter K, the letter T, L-O-W, and then strand like a strand of hair, and then B-E-R-G. I am currently... But where's that? What, what are we talking about? Instagram? Oh, right. Yeah. Instagram. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where you do most Oops. of your social media. Yeah, it's where I... You know, you know I tell stories. You're not really prevalent on Twitter. You're not a Twitter oh, gal. I don't know. What don't you like about Twitter? It's just wordy. Damn. It's wordy. I like pictures. <laughs> pictures are better than words. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what else? Uh, uh, Gravy boat. Uh, if you're a fan of music, I have a stupid uh, radio show on uh, on SoundCloud.com. It's a free app you can download, or if you're uh, on your laptop, you can go directly to SoundCloud.com. It's uh, the radio show I've always wanted to make. I was in radio for many years, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, at least back then, radio had so many parameters. You had uh, playlists, and you had bosses that wouldn't let you play this and wouldn't let you play that. Now, I can play whatever the hell I want. And uh, traditionally, it's alt-country. Uh, that's the format that I've been doing for a couple of years. But the last two episodes, I've kind of pivoted to more rock and roll, a little, uh, little stoner metal, a little southern rock. It's called little, Heavy Gravy. It's really good, little, guys. little classic rock. ACDC, ZZ Top, Clutch, Melvin, Sleep, that Gaga. kind of shit. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> throwing a little Lady Gaga right behind the Melvins. Um, but yeah, the heavy gravy has been the last two episodes. Uh, it's been more of a rock and roll version of that. Nobody listens to it, and that's fine. I get that it's uh, kind of a niche format. Uh, I think the most recent episode, we're up to about 140 listens. Uh, but I don't give a shit. I don't do it for that. I do it because I enjoy it. Good. And, you uh, got to have a passion. If you want to listen to some good rock and you roll. you got to have a breakfast. For an hour or two, uh, check out. Uh, j- just go to SoundCloud.com uh, and search Dave Stone's Gravy Boat, and you will find, I think you got about 20, 20 or 25 episodes up there now. I've been doing it on really? and off for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, man. No big deal. Wow. Uh, dozens of listeners worldwide. Um, also, uh, my cookbook's still available. Uh, if you, uh, you can find them on dumbdavestone.com. Uh, three different volumes, uh, totaling, uh, I think I'm up to about 65 recipes. Uh, they're $10 a piece, two for 16 all three for 20 uh, the offer still stands, though. If you need some recipes, you're having to cook more at home because of everything, and uh, you're in a pinch financially, maybe you haven't been able to work because of quarantine and COVID, uh, holler at me, and I will gladly send those to you for free. They're e-cookbooks, by the way. They're not hard copies, not physical copies that I'm going to mail you. It's just a PDF file that I will email you, so no sweat off my back to send you an email uh, with a couple attachments so you can have some recipes. So if you need them uh, and you don't have the money, uh, holler at me. I'll give them to you for free. If you do want them and you do have money, hell, I'll take your money. You can buy them. It's up to you. No big deal. What the hell do I care? Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We really uh, appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Um, we really do, man. I, this is a fun little outlet for us yeah. to just uh, clear our heads once a week and uh, run our flap our gums. Yeah, I'm honored that people listen and, to us. It's very kind. Thank talk you. Talk some shit. 
And uh, Boo, I hope you have a great week. If hey, I if I don't see if you, I don't see you. <laughs> have a good day. I wish everybody else had a good day. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you next week. You guys be safe. Uh, stay sane. Stay healthy. Wear a mask. Uh, wear a fucking mask. Please. Oh my god! And, and, if, yeah. and hey, you know what? I know if you're a stubborn American and nobody gonna tell me what to do. If you don't <laughs> wear a mask, at least don't be a fucking dickhead in Target. How about that? Can we at least make that deal? Yeah. Can you just stay home? Can you have yeah, fun. just stay just home stay and home be and a self righteous asshole? Be a jerk. Go online uh, by just, yourself at home. It's just fine. oh, these people. These I people know. raising <laughs> hell because of a fucking mask. Um, Please be safe, everybody. I'll stop while I'm ahead. Uh, We appreciate you listening. Y'all have a good week. Okay, bye. Love you. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram at the Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.